friends, you're listening to Worst Show Ever. I'm your host, CJ Boyd. I am here with people with bodies. Two of the four people with bodies. Both of them, I can guarantee you, have bodies. Do you want to say your names so that people will recognize your voice and associate it with your name? Yeah, uh, my name is Phil Corbett. And my name is Kent Irwin. And we are in... Reno, Nevada. Reno, Nevada. At Park Place, at a house venue. Park Place, USA. Where we are going to all be playing a show later this evening. Yeah. Uh, Phil has been so kind as to open up his home to strangers and friends alike. And uh, we'll be doing that a little later. Um, I'm hoping that tonight will not be your worst show ever. <laughs> or mine. Yeah. Uh, which would be a feat. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, I almost do hope it will be. The fireworks. <laughs> that would be something. Yeah. The fireworks, the fireworks might go off. Okay. Oh. That's the only thing that happens with Backyard Bobby's. Is it every weekend in Reno? Every Friday. Every yeah. Friday, there's just... During the baseball season. So Okay, okay. so it's Friday. Yes, so it's Saturday. Friday. Okay, guys, I, saw, oh, I yeah. saw fireworks last yeah. night. Yeah, from, it is from Saturday, the so we'll be good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I thought someone's <laughs> celebrating hamburgers. <laughs> I don't blame them. Um, so hopefully no fireworks. I don't know if I've ever said that. <laughs> hopefully there won't be any fireworks um, but hopefully not during the show or at least not interrupting yeah. the show but yeah I want to hear about your worst show ever alright so I think our worst show like it's I'm going to qualify this as you said it's it wasn't the worst sh- like feeling show ever okay. but it was probably the most absurdly bad show that okay. we ever played and it was in Medford, Oregon, mm. in... <laughs> yeah, that's usually the response. <laughs> um, it's amazing. It's, yeah. it's, I mean, that's funny. It's come up a couple times. Yeah. Um, and it was two, roughly two years ago. Okay. Yeah. Wait, can I ask a quick question? So mm-hmm. you guys, because a lot of times I do this show with just one person, or sometimes I'll do it with like two people who are just live in the same town, but maybe yeah. don't know each other, or know each other, but don't play together. When it's two people from the same band, I wonder... It sounds like you guys talked about it and it came to a consensus. Definitely. Because I'm always curious. I assume, <laughs> there's definitely some bands. Like, yeah. there's this band, Pig Snout, that I interviewed from Tacoma, where there was vast disagreement about the yeah. worst show ever. And, right. like, the drummer was like, this is the worst show ever. And the guitar player singer was like, are you crazy? That show was amazing. <laughs> totally, yeah. <laughs> we sort of have a disagreement about like one of those in Argentina that we played. Like I, I came kinda, around to it, though. Like, yeah, well, where everyone say, was like, this is the worst show ever. But I was like, oh, but it means something. It's meaningful. <laughs> it's yeah. meaningful suffering. But everyone's like, no, it wasn't worth it. Well, but we had kind of one of those. But this isn't one of those. We knew right away. Tell the story that you haven't planned. But just to say, there doesn't have to be agreement. If you guys want to talk about a show that one of you feels is the worst and the other doesn't, feel free to bicker about it (laughs) on this podcast. Okay, I think we are pretty much in agreement on this one. And we were the whole night, like, throughout the night, we were all... It was, we were a three-piece then, and the three of us were constantly talking to each other, like, this really sucks, right? (laughs) This is clearly (laughs) terrible. Yeah. Um, I booked it. It was at a Chinese restaurant. It's a beautiful building. <laughs> it like, like, it was really so cool. cool when we walked in. There was a like great stage room, mm. um, good sound system. There was a weird Jägermeister poster right behind the right stage. behind the stage, which is kind of tacky. But everything else is beautiful. Like the room. what's the place called? Oh, I can't remember. King Waz. King Waz. Chinese buffet. Mm-hmm. Okay. King Waz Chinese buffet. Yeah, like the way like Kent brought it up to me is like 
So I got, we can't get it, we haven't been able to get a show in Medford. I was able to book us at a Chinese restaurant yeah. with a Chiptunes guy. And <laughs> okay. I was like, this sounds excellent. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because I found the Chiptunes guy and he didn't do shows. Um, okay. I had to talk him into doing like a show. Okay. Because um, I liked, because it was all original music. It's anything you'd hear in like a Game Boy game, but it's like all original. It's just okay. like beautiful, really cool yeah. uh, music. Um. And so I convinced him to do the set at the place, and then we got another band. Somewhere. And then, yeah, we figured we needed, like, this other local band, and we had friends of friends, so we invited them to play as well. Wait, so the, the Chiptunes guy lives, is local? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And did you know him? No, I just met him on Bandcamp. Okay. Yeah. That's Can't how believe. we book a lot. Okay. Bandcamp. Mostly through Bandcamp. Yeah. So That's how we bands... find the best people, and a lot of the people who don't usually do shows or haven't done shows in a while, because their yeah. stuff has been on Bandcamp for a while. And, yeah. Now, and, I don't want to yeah. interrupt too much, but I'm curious about it, because I have never used Bandcamp in this way, and I feel like, oh man, what the hell am I thinking? I mean, that's the way I used to use MySpace back in yeah. the day, because yeah. it has a search function. Is there a search yeah, there's a few different ways to search. You can, yeah, you can search a city's tag, oh. or you can... Ta- uh, type the city's name and then uh, Bandcamp, Bandcamp into Google. Into Google. Um, both uh, of those work really well. And huh. that's a different kind of way of doing things. Like we did that to our own hometown and it came with all the bands that we always play with. Maybe that's oh. just because of search algorithms. But right. um, it can't, It always, like that's, that's helped us book a lot of tours. Yeah, yeah, back in the day of MySpace, that's, I started touring that way. That totally. was like the very first tours I did when I knew nothing about touring and yeah. no one had no content contacts at all yeah that's what i would do is just like and and then there i don't know if it's similar but i mean you could put in like influenced by yeah or yeah yeah kind of like, i mean i guess I remember is that. it just anything from that town so or is it bandcamp you narrow the, it down their filters aren't great okay. on the search function so okay. you pretty much get everything okay but for the most part you can tell by art like album art album is art something is a we use a lot like, <laughs> sure. where it's just like okay that's like too many skulls that's that one. <laughs> this one's an emo band this okay. is clearly like a rap group you know like yeah. you can usually tell by the art and you just kind of click around and then we'll go like five pages in and be like all right, here are the four bands that are good from these But you're still, like, pages. listening a little bit. Yeah, so we'll, like, click the art. Like, that's how we, like, kick people off the list at all, for the most yeah. part, where it's just, like... But I'm, before listening, or... Before, yeah, we yeah. judge it by its cover. Yeah. Quite a bit, yeah. I mean, you have... That's what I'm just wondering, because you have to have some kind of filtration system. Totally. You can't just listen to everything on the internet. Yeah. There's some things fun. that are so weird and bad that I have to click on. <laughs> yeah, yeah so I make Phil listen to it. And well, he's like, and why are we listening to this? And then what? Rarely, we it's like it, and yeah. it's actually like it takes a minute. We're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a minute in, we're like, okay, this is pretty tight. <laughs> this is pretty tight. Yeah. Because also, be right. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how much you come across this, but sometimes bands really throw you with their name or their artwork. Totally. And. I find it's, I mean, it doesn't happen a ton, and it's probably still safe to make those assumptions for the sake of efficiency yep. sometimes, but I think of, there was this band in Chicago that was called, I think they were called, like, Sex Fist, and it's a bluegrass <laughs> band, oh, and man. I loved that there was a bluegrass <laughs> band called, they ended up changing their name to, like, yeah. something in the down home boys or something like <laughs> like way more sex fist in the down home yeah <laughs> yeah exactly or like uh, I have a friend in Maine who has a band called Blood Warrior 
Whoa. And it's just like melancholic, beautiful folk music. Wait, yeah. is it? Um, no, that's Greg Jamie, yeah, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, right. yeah. Okay. But, but you yeah. know what I mean? If I hear Blood Warrior, yeah, I think it's yeah. like a screamo band or like some kind of hardcore thing. Totally. Right? The, and the first time I played with them, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be fucking aggressive. I'm not really in the mood for something that's yeah. like... Yeah. like in my face and then I then it was Greg Jamie and I was like yeah. oh this is incredible yeah, <laughs> this is so beautiful cool. yeah. I was wearing my O'Death shirt yesterday okay. actually yeah. and yeah. I got mustard all over it <laughs> but anyway so oh, this guy cool. well this the name wasn't really a selling point because yeah. this crappy blue Luigi it's like yeah Crappy blue Luigi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of bad, but I was like, That's pretty bad. I was jamming out to the tune. Like, it was pretty cool. It. And I'd yeah. love to see, it would just be weird to play a Chinese restaurant with that chip tunes. Yeah. But did yeah. you meet him and then he suggested? No, so no it was the other way. way around. I got the show booked. Yeah. How did you find at King Waz? King Waz. Uh, Facebook, actually. Okay. Um, just... Facebook was just, I. there's just a kind of that you follow it to yeah, totally. venues and yeah and they yeah. had shows there like it, there's yeah. like a back room at King Wong's okay. um, yeah. so it's like a Chinese buffet from the 60s up front that is like it looks like the Chinese buffet your grandparents went to in and many grandparents were there yeah exactly like <laughs> yeah. a big fake waterfall everything's yes. like dark yeah. with like the low booth lighting there's a beautiful like, neon sign outside that yeah. just like this really elaborate design yeah, and so Kent found that place, booked it, Crappy Lou, Blue Luigi jumped on, and then I forget exactly how we found them, but through a friend, we were like, we should have one more local to yeah. like bring people in, because us and a band who doesn't play live, that right. won't bring anybody, so we had a friend of a friend of a friend book us this band that we did never even heard on Bandcamp, we didn't right. check them out, we were just like, cool, yeah, we'll play with them, yeah. and... They got on the show and we got there and it was just like immediately really even weirder than we expected. Like the scene, the restaurant was beautiful, but the guy like working there was just very bizarre and kind of just like off, maybe not off putting. We were like, because they had told us that there was going to be free food. And so we showed up and we're like, hey, where do we put the gear? And he's like, okay, you can go back here. And then I was like, so yeah, we were told there was going to be food. And he was like, okay. Alright. It was like, <laughs> so uh, do, okay. do we get so, it? So do we just do we have to make it ourselves? <laughs> I think he was really going for like this dry humor thing, but it was just really like falling flat. Falling really flat. Like he so, would uh like I was we sat down and I was like, So you want like fried rice or steamed rice? And I was like, steamed rice and he's like, What? I was like, How oh, steamed rice? He's like are you sure? <laughs> yeah, the dude like accosted Kent for the type of rice he picked. Like, and then he was like, "Okay, of... yeah, that was it." Yeah, yeah, he was like, yeah. All right then. <laughs> <laughs> like, he sure, does, like, well, a gag that he does all the time. Like, yeah, it seemed like, like that was kind of what he was going. Yeah, at, but I couldn't know. Tell. Like, it was maybe, baffling. I mean, it's Medford, right? So like, there's probably a lot of locals, a lot of like regulars. Yeah, and maybe, and they're probably like old yeah. Terry down at King Watts. Yeah. He's a funny I think guy. His name was Terry. Even. I think it was. He <laughs> just head. looks like a Terry for sure. Yeah, but, he might have been actually. A Terry. Um, yeah, and so like we we ate in the Chinese buffet had like French fries and fried chicken in it. Like okay. it was like. <laughs> It was, it was a stretch was, to yeah. call, like, a Chinese buffet at all. Yeah, it was very, very greasy and, like, kind of just weird. The tea was good. The tea was good. Okay. Um, so, anyway. after we play, we go back to the back room. The other bands are, like, starting to show up, and we kind of get, like, our stuff put together, and the sound guy is, like, frazzled. Like, he's, like, 
doesn't know what to do and he's like kind of freaking out and he, I think I think it was the sound guy like they were digging through all the cords and like oh we're missing this thing and it was kind of like one of those okay. shows where they're working out of a box and there's things missing okay. you know yeah. um, and so we're like alright so we're gonna go next door to the bar because there's a bar attached to the Chinese restaurant it's like yeah. kind of part of the same yeah it's yeah. like it has its own name but they share a door okay. through like the wall okay. yeah totally and they were just uh well, we got some Mai Tais, and they were also kind of weird about that. Yeah. So I just wanted a Mai Tai, because it was a you know, Chinese restaurant, so I was like, oh, that could be cool to do, like, Mai Tai. She's like, sure. And, um, <laughs> again, like, everyone was just like, okay. Uh, just like, so, I ordered I don't know anything it. about Mai Tais. Is that, why, is that, why would that be strange? Do you have any idea why? Any reason, it's not any weirder than steamed rice at a Chinese restaurant. Like, I didn't think any of those things were weird to yeah. order, but. Okay. Um, I guess they were. Medford. <laughs> um, I saw a group of people come in the door that were like our age, and like three of them came in. I was like, oh, this must be the other band. Um, so I kind of waited for them to like say hi or something. I was like, kind of maybe going to wave at them, but I'm like, I don't know if that's the other band. Okay. So I'm just going to not say hi. Um, these people are setting up this karaoke thing, and the guy starts sound checking like a karaoke song. And we're like, that's our cue. <laughs> we're gonna go, go back next door back next door the sound guy is out back with three other dudes who are the other band so I'm like okay, okay well, I didn't say hi to those other three dudes okay. and he's smoking a joint and talking about bitcoin okay. and like how like the deep state is like taking over I, <laughs> I don't remember exactly what it was because I took a few hits and I started like listening to him for a while and I was just like yeah cool that was a bad idea to smoke any of his weed because it was like put me in a really even weirder darker place <laughs> okay um, um and so that other band the local band started asking they're like so you got who's play who's this other luigi band and we're like oh it's this guy with i forget his name yeah I like, remember it's his like name this either. guy's name and he's matthew playing. maybe yeah we'll just like, say matthew one of the Sorry guys if you're listening one of the guys <laughs> from this unnamed local band was like oh you, so he's playing his little video game music huh He's like, oh, I know Matthew. Yeah, I was doing those little video game songs, huh? Just right. like this tone of like, oh man, like. And then, he, and then he went up to him and recited the same line, which is like, yeah. oh, you playing your video game songs, huh? Okay. And so, like, right off the bat, we're like, the two things we're excited about are the Chinese restaurant and the Chip Tunes guy, and yeah. both are like the Chinese restaurant's really bad and weird. <laughs> and then the chiptunes guy is getting condescended to by the other local band, and we're just like, this is fucking rough. This is yeah. a weird show. <laughs> yeah. And we're there for way too long, because we got there pretty early, and we were there yeah. for like six hours. Smoking weed for so long. I'm <laughs> talking about Bitcoin. See, not six hours before the show. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, like, because the show starts at, like, seven. We get there at, like, one or two. Okay, like, We wow. got there pretty early and, like, ate lunch and, like... It was like an early dinner, I guess, by the Wait, time. Wait, is that why the lady thought it was weird? Were you, get, were you getting Mai Tais at like 2 p.m.? <laughs> no. Yeah, that was okay. like, by that time, it was like 6. It was like okay. 6, and everyone else <laughs> was drinking in the bar. Right? Yeah. There's plenty of people drinking in the bar. I wasn't totally. the only one drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and nobody was there by okay. the time we like were sound checked and ready to go. It was us and the band and crappy blue Luigi and his mom. And that was his mom. Yeah, yeah. I think he it was started, his mom and dad. Yeah, he started first. It was his mom and dad, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he brought more people than anyone. Yeah, because for he sure. Both of his parents. Yeah, yeah exactly. Both of his parents. Yeah. And um he played and it was really, really tight. It was like, awesome. it was, he ruled, he like was playing live synths and like doing 
like multiple tiered synths and drum yeah. machines and it was yeah. just like this is exactly like putting me in a better mood like i yeah. immediately like like chilled out yeah um I think, like, after most songs, that guy was still, like, clapping, like, woo, yeah, that was great. Kind of, like, making himself, like, inserting himself back into the... Wait, the same guy who was kind of same guy who was kind of condescending. Yeah, like, like, he was kind of, Yeah, like, go for it. And kind of, like, doing this, like, you could tell he was trying to, like, still calm him down, like, between songs. And it's just, like, hmm. I was trying to ignore him. I'm just like, <laughs> okay, like, this is cool. The guy's making good music. And then we were on second. Yeah, so we set up, and then we decided to take, like, a little bit of a break, and we went back over to the bar, because it was still dead, and we were thinking maybe more people will show up. So we went back to the bar. The bar had deteriorated. <laughs> it had deteriorated. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Like, so karaoke had started, and yeah. was playing at full volume, and those young guys who seemed like they could be in a band, like, as they got closer, it was really clear they were, like, on tweaking some, on yeah, they were like tweaking. They were like yeah. in this weird like eyes jot like what's the word jotting around jotting around. Like, and the like, two of them were like face to face, like a few fingers away from each face, like talking really intently to each other. Yeah, and then one like was like shaking. screaming at his girlfriend, but it was so loud in karaoke that you could tell he was screaming at full tilt. At I mean, his I girlfriend. imagine you guys get a lot of it. Yeah. in this part of Nevada too but like that's definitely meth country yeah it's yeah, heavy, yeah. Heavy and I didn't want to speculate but it felt that way because we yeah. are familiar with meth either. yeah it looked like that like it had the same and like it just kind of started seeming like everybody in the bar was on some shit yeah. like it was like this is a weird scene the music is so loud and like the bar is like one of those bars that could be kind of cool but the vibe is entirely dictated by like really bright like green beer blue yeah. led lights okay. like not the oh. like cool neon beer signs but like that was really LED. bright jarring oh, like wow, yeah. this whole thing like these booths are bright red from this huge flashing light right. kind of thing right. yeah. and so the whole thing is like now like flashing it's dark outside so it's like really grating and we're like realizing there's no escape because like in one room it's like quiet and really awkward really and then loud. in the other room <laughs> it's like really loud and just right. unbearable <laughs> And we're like, all right, this isn't getting any better. Let's just go play. And yeah. so we went over and we played a fine set. Like, yeah, we played actually pretty well, I think. It was kind of like I, practice. I pumped the merch up pretty well. And I think I sold even a couple mugs. Yeah, like I to, did like an ad, on-stage ad. To the dude's parents, right? Okay. Something like that, yeah. 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 And I, yeah, I did like an on-stage ad. Like, this yep. mug will get you... That's right. We even played like ad music and you like walked out and like... But it was the same amount of people so the three people in the local band and like I think like one person with them the guy that opened and then his parents yep. and then they left like halfway through our show I think the, the guy and his parents? yeah his parents did he okay. stayed for yeah. us gotcha. um, and so we kind of finished and that was fine we're like alright this wasn't all that bad um, and so as I'm taking down drums Kent and Mark decide like oh you know what let's go get a beer actually like now that our show's over I think we could take this bar yeah and you guys walked through the door. I think that actually that moment happened midway through the, the last dance. Okay, so yeah. we take down and we like finish playing, say thanks, sell a couple things in merch. The sound guy bought merch kind of thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But we played to four, five, maybe six people throughout the whole set. Yeah. Um, and they were like in the back of the room. So it was yeah. to an empty room. And we're just like, all right, this was not, a, at least this wasn't a total loss. And then the last band came on, and like I always hate talking poorly about a band at all, especially like friends of friends. But they were just 
It was bad. It seemed like they were playing to like a much like they were like looking around like there was people there and like being like, How y'all feeling? Like they were doing that routine okay. of like the there was a lot of people yeah. in the yeah. room. But it was just the three of us. Yeah, because the opener but they left had been talking to and normally. his parents left. And right. their friend that they brought left. So yeah. it was me, oh, wow. Kent and Mark watching them right. and the sound guy smoking weed out in back he wasn't at the sound booth. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so it was like that that like just feeling of like man i owe these guys to watch them right because they watched us even though they were like in like a booth in the back of the room like still we gotta watch them and it was just this weird thing where they're like projecting and doing like crowd response stuff, but yeah. there's no crowd except for us. <laughs> and we're like, what do we do? Like when like when they like finish a song and do something like, How y'all doing tonight? What do you what do you what do you wanna hear, man? Like were they doing covers? Yeah. No. I think well, they did a couple covers. They might yeah, they might have. Um, they played way too long. That's and the that's the thing, yeah. So they were like playing and then it was like a full set worth like twenty minutes worth of music. And we're just like, man, we can't deal with this anymore. It's I felt like, like it was longer. It was like 45 or something like well, that. Well, that's what I mean, like, at that point. So oh, Ken and right. Mark go next door to Ken. <laughs> so like, I was like, I'll hold it down. The sound guy's back. Me and the sound guy can watch them. <laughs> so that's not an empty room. <laughs> they are going to get you a beer, too. Is the yeah, they're going to buy me a beer next door. But that plan fell apart because I walked in and the, the however awful the other bar had been the last time I went, Somehow was twice as bad. Okay. It was like everybody was just screaming and tweaking and doing. It was just like this like horrifying, bleak. <laughs> like I, it's really hard to describe just like how everyone was just like looking at, at me quickly and I was just like surrounded by eyes. And the karaoke DJ is singing "Full Tilt Space Lord" by Monster Magnet. Whoa. And he's, I That's still remember good. the way it sounded. <laughs> it just sounded like meat coming through, like, other meat. I'll never forget how it, how it sounded to hear him sing. Can you, you I know, I'm not going to do an imitation, because it's, it's, I just want to paint a picture of how morbid <laughs> that guy's. Mark described it as, like, if Monster Energy Drink had a sound. Um, I'll describe it the meat way. Uh, just use your imaginations. It was it was grim, and I actually didn't buy a beer. I went back inside without getting a beer. I was just like, so you're just in there for a second, like Mark got his beer, and then I waited for way too long at the bar, and I was just like, because the bartender like just wouldn't come over. She wouldn't come over. She was okay. just serving everyone else, and then I was just like, yeah, you know, like this. Okay. <laughs> just went back. And yeah. so they come back, and then we sit. I think we ended up standing by this point, like, in front of the stage. And they played, all told, around an hour and a half long set wow. to us. And an by this time, and it's, like, late. And Like, we're like, going to do three, four more. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just, like, we're going to do about five more. Jeez. <laughs> and they just kept going and going and going. And it was, like... It was just this, like, social pressure of, like, we have to be here for these guys. Yeah. We were staying at their house. Too. And we were staying at oh, their shit. house, so, like, it's like, <laughs> all right, here we are. Now, did the, I didn't ask you, but did the Chip Tunes dude, was he a younger guy? Yeah. Yeah, he, like, was, he was, like, 20, 20 21. Did he, like, live with his folks? Maybe. He Possibly. might have. Like, you didn't yeah. ask him about staying 
his place. No, no I didn't. We I should have, but I didn't. Yeah. I didn't okay. know him as well. And, and, and the people that we knew had been set up with friends of a friend's because they had stayed at their house and so we okay. been on a touring circuit. You didn't circuit. know this other band, but you were friends of friends or something. Exactly. Yeah, and we knew that they were kind of a touring band. Right. Yeah. Toured yeah. and yeah. Like, oh, cool. Like, yeah, they'll be cool with us crashing at their house. Yeah. Um, but so, that was also a misadventure. <laughs> Um, yeah, it just smelled really bad. It smelled like human feces. <laughs> okay, at their house. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, you stayed in the van. I slept in the van that night, for okay, sure. For like, <laughs> did you guys, like, Rochambeau for it? No, he just calls. He yeah, always just, like, does this. He, I, <laughs> he always is, like, in the van. Worst van. Like, oh, yeah, yeah like, it's just like, I can't contest, like, yeah. I'm going to bed right now. Because also... There's there's another one of those social things going on where it's yeah, like, yeah, the two people had to watch the show, so two people also have to kind of hang out with them. So yeah. it's not just like, I'm going to sleep on the couch right now. Yeah. Right. And, and so they yeah. bought a 24-pack of Budweiser. They did? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's nice. But uh, that's another one of those things, like, I don't want even one Budweiser, I just want to get bad. But, <laughs> right. you know, it's just like, I gotta drink, yeah, that was part of it. It's like, you gotta drink the beer that they bought, you gotta, like, yeah, do the thing, yeah. And so this guy, the same dick, who's, like, condescending to this other guy and just weird all night, was just like, man, it just sucks, you know, the scene is dead, you know. The scene is just dead. Yeah. And we're just like, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I know, it's like, it's kind of tough to book, you know, like, I was trying to relate to him on some level, you know, it's like, I had to send, like, 10 emails before I got King Laws even and then you know yeah. it's pretty tough and he's just like yeah it's just man it's just like there aren't any good bands anymore anywhere anywhere there's, there's no, no good, good band. bands people don't anymore. make music good people anymore don't make music good anymore it was like that like, attitude that was just like so upsetting and I just like there's no part of me that agrees with that but I was just like trying you know I'm drinking his beer and it's like <laughs> yeah you know it's just like just, man like back in the day there was Slipknot <laughs> <laughs> Like, there's just aren't bands like Slipknot anymore. Why, why won't Slipknot play with them? I don't understand. He's yeah. like, there's just aren't bands like Slipknot Slipknot's anymore. still around, <laughs> aren't they? Can't he? Yeah. <laughs> they have them come play King yeah. Laws? I don't know why they wouldn't. I would go to that show. <laughs> I, I would. Yeah. <laughs> um, Slipknot if they weren't go. playing. Yeah. Sorry to talk so much shit. They're probably going to hear this now. But, uh, <laughs> I doubt it. Yeah. yeah there, it was just like this like all around, just like constantly feeling like we owed everybody something because they did help us out like yeah. not only the band but like king wads as well and then like yeah. feeling like oh we talked this chiptunes guy into doing his set and it ruled for us but for him it probably sucked because he played to nobody and it was yeah. probably weird and embarrassing for this guy to play his first show and then the second was guy was show yeah, that was yeah, his first show. Oh, ever. I missed that. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he, he put it doesn't really play shows, but yeah, I mean, like at all. That he so he like show. came up with this live set that was excellent, and like mm-hmm. we were the only people that saw it and appreciated okay. it. Right. And yeah. that, like, that, <laughs> so it was just like everything what went from like this is going to be weird and cool. It was just like that was weird and bad and bad. Yeah, but the yeah, and the the sound guy was the same way. He was like, man, every show is just like a hardcore, like six hardcore bands. We do that like three nights a week, three four nights a week here. Yeah. And it's just like, it's good to see, you know, he was like, he was pretty nice to us. He was like, oh, you guys, it's good to see different kinds of music here. But yeah, I was yeah. like picturing that dude, like having to put those like six, six band hardcore bills on there every night. It was just like yeah. also really like bleak. So to just this very bleak. That was our first show of that tour too. So it was just yeah. like this weird. It was the first show. Of I'm just like, like yeah. man, this feels bad. <laughs> yeah, it was not off to a good start. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, one of the things you get from touring 
is that you get this little glimpse, right? And you don't you don't get to fully experience a place, obviously. You yeah. don't get the same experiences for the people that live there, but you get this little window into a place. And there's certain things that that I tend to take in as like, okay, that particular moment or that particular thing that someone says like is is especially illuminating. And yeah. the guy saying that there's just no more good bands, that feels to me like one of those moments of you've just said more about Medford, Oregon than you've said about anything else. Like, right. it's, like yeah. and, and yeah. like that you're this band who's probably just like a bar band yeah. that is... I mean, because there's there are places. I, I do not... I'm not saying I condone this, but <laughs> there are situations in which playing for an hour and a half is appropriate. Mm-hmm. Right? If you're like right. a bar band... Totally. You're getting paid for hour. Yeah. And you're you're like, getting you paid have, like... You gotta play 90 minutes. 200 bucks this for the much night. Money. And you're yeah. supposed to play a four-hour set. And there's like... That situation, you know, you play it, the more the better is usually because your background to like drinking and partying or whatever. Yeah. Totally. Um, and that's what they were playing. They were playing to a room that was so, like the way they were playing was as if they were in that room. Right. And that yeah. was really weird to witness because it was literally just us. And we had been talking to them like two minutes before they walked up and started playing. Right. Yeah. And Normally, suddenly it like went this. from like us chatting over a beer to like them being like, all right, how are we feeling tonight? You know? And that's it's just like, weird thing. I mean, and this isn't even talking shit because I don't know these people or anything. Yeah, but, yeah. But I wonder, like, not everyone can shift gears. Mm-hmm. Like, I can say for the, in the opposite way, like, for the longest time, I'm, I play very quiet music for the most part, and it took me a while to to be able to adjust, not even just my music, but my my like on stage. Presence, presence yeah. into a room where people were not going to be quiet. Yeah, and I don't like to do it now. I usually avoid it if I can. Yeah, but it after years of occasionally like finding myself in a situation where like oh I didn't realize this was going to be a keg party, I thought it was a house show. <laughs> you know, <laughs> totally. and then it happens, and over time you like you're like oh the thing I was going to do is not going to work here. Yeah. can I adjust? But it's not it's not like an obvious thing that everyone just can adjust and totally. I wonder if they really don't have like a different you know speed like a different yeah. gear for like how to play when it's just your buds and not not a crowd per se totally and I think that's even like the reason we like even brought them into the story at all is like because that did feel like this very specific to Medford thing right. like it's just like I'm frustrated there's no good music here this is the only kind of music there is, is, like, this bar band thing. But, right. like, that was, like, what I got from that. Like, there's no good bands anymore. It was just kind right. of, like, oh, this is sad. Like, for just to, like, have a bleak, like, view of this music scene in which there isn't, like, you know, like, the ability to have some weird creative experience. Right. And the fact that they're so territorial about it by, like, being condescending to the other guy. Yeah. Like, right. and, like, oh, yeah, well we'll show you how it's done, you know, here's a real band. Yeah. And then we're not half as good or half <laughs> as talented or entertaining as he was. Right? Yeah. And he didn't, he wasn't part of the scene. Yeah. <laughs> he was totally. just a good musician and you yeah. had put on a good show and like when somebody's good, you can invite yeah. people a little bit more in, but there's other people who just, their insecurities projects yeah. at you. And yeah. It's just and like you have like to... Medford was just filled with that insecurity. Yeah, but DIY culture, as I've witnessed it all over, 
dirt, certainly all over the U.S., but also in other countries as well, DIY culture tends to be, at least in principle, it has inclusivity as like one of its sort of cornerstones. I feel like in, in a smaller town, even more so, yeah. where like I, DIY scenes in a little town sometimes means there is no particular sound that's like that defines the local scene because yep. there's one hardcore band and there's like one like pop singer and there's yep. you know there's just and like these different things together. they have to play shows together yeah. because there's not there's not enough punk bands to constitute a punk scene exactly totally yeah. but then I wonder that if you're I guess that bar culture I don't I don't get the sense that I mean it can be inclusive but it just as well might not be it doesn't seem like that's a like a fundamental part of it whereas I feel like DIY kids kind of everywhere I've been have this sort of ethos around even when it fails even when they don't actually do a good job of it which happens there is at least this ideal of like you're supposed to be inclusive and that that both in the political sense of like you know fuck transphobia fuck homophobia racism sexism but then also in terms of genre and style and approach to music and I feel like totally. you know that kid who's playing chiptunes music there's there's a scene out there where like even if no one else is playing chiptunes music would be like yeah that's our chiptunes guy yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, that's Jason that's Billy yeah. whatever like yeah. he's one of us not yeah. because we play the same music because we're all trying to do something cool for this town totally and, like, do our own thing and that that mentality of like going up and, and just sort of playing at you yep. with no real regard for the other bands or, or anyone else like that that mentality feels I'm not saying it feels especially Medford but I mean it just feels especially like that part of America that Medford is like an example of of where there isn't a big like creative scene or whatever but there's still people trying to do something yeah. but then maybe don't have the I don't know the. I'm saying the ethos of for it, but I'm, but I also just mean the, the like sort of social tools, yeah, to, to make something because a lot of towns where like there's not a cool scene, the young folks will, make one. You know, I mean, we've all played shows in towns where you're like I didn't know that there were DIY shows. In yeah, this place. oh, absolutely. But yeah. they don't. They don't. That doesn't just appear. Like yeah. someone has to take, uh, initiative and say. Sure. Well, let's let's build something, and that means supporting each other and not condescending to one another and not like shitting on the folks around you. Exactly. That yeah, that's the exact like, creepy yeah. thing. To the what? Witness. That's the exact kind of weird, creepy human thing to witness is people being territorial over a right. thing that doesn't seem to bring in anyone at all. I mean, it was like there was nobody there, right? And yet one person was trying to climb on top of the other yeah. for like. For what? But like, you what's the, like what's you the... mentioned the insecurity <laughs> thing, and that. Or yeah. I, th- I think you mentioned that. Was that you or? Oh, you I think yeah. maybe. Yeah. But yeah, but I mean, that's what it sounds like too. Whereas, especially if you aren't super experienced, if you have a show and no one shows up, and you thought and like you were supposed to be the draw, then you either have to own up that like you didn't really bring people out, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like that yeah, happens to all happens. of us. Yeah. But if you have this idea that you're supposed to be a big deal and that that should be measured in your ability to bring people out, then you have to get defensive and, and sort of like blame it on 
Just blame it on the scene. Classic yeah. cognitive dissonance. Right. Like, right. Assume yeah. it, like, accept that you're wrong or blame some outside factor outside of your control. It makes me think of like shitty dudes who will like hit on a woman and then if they're not into her, like, oh, she's probably gay or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly the same thing. Like that kind of idiotic yeah. sort of, it's, yeah, it's a cognitive dissonance. I should yeah. say, Mark has just joined us, also a, pe- a, a people with body. Hey. Um, <laughs> um, that's what you just heard. Um, <laughs> So I do want to add one thing too. Yeah. I like I also want to make it clear that it's totally possible that there is a like a good DIY scene in Medford and it is possible that that is there. We just didn't find it right. at all and yeah. especially like I think we were expecting to find it and that's why it was like mm. such a grating experience was that we had really not played too many bar shows or like unwelcoming bar shows at all to that point and right. when we booked like a chiptunes guy, some unnamed lo- like local, and us at a Chinese restaurant. We were expecting this weird DIY mm-hmm. cool scene where, right. like, even if six people or like four people were there who liked what was going on, yeah, that would have been so worth it. Like totally. all of the weird stuff. If there was like four people we really liked to talk to that were hanging out there and right. were like interesting, but it just was like we had like had this expectation of it being even tiny at least cool. And it was just like, oh, this just fell right apart. Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't find the cool DIY people right, we totally. thought we had found through the internet, you know? Right. And so it's, I said that was a lot, a lot of it. It was like expectation, which I think maybe is frequently what goes wrong with, with shows. I definitely, this, this has been a common theme on the show as far as like people setting, yeah. setting themselves up for, for a fall when you, when you think it's going to be one thing. And sometimes you can't help it. You have like every reason to think. Yeah. It's going to be this, and mm-hmm. then it turns out to be that. But I wonder... I mean, this is not to blame you guys or, or pick it apart too much. I know hindsight is twenty twenty, <laughs> yeah. But in hind- like afterwards, did you think, we should have maybe listened to that band and yeah. not just taken... <laughs> Some, one of us did. Oh, okay. No, we didn't. None of us No, did. none of us did. <laughs> <laughs> you know, also their music wasn't the bad part. Okay. I, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, Their yeah. music was actually fine. It was it was the volume and the delivery and okay. the length. Yeah, the sentence. cover choices. The cover choices. Okay. General yeah. attitude. General attitude. Yeah. There's just an off-putting nature to. Were there covers? I, don't, I couldn't even tell at some point. Yeah, that's what we had. This we yeah. brought that up earlier. I think they did play a few covers, but it was like it might as well have been covers. Exactly. A lot of them. Yeah. Like, right. It was just it was fine. Like it wasn't like, and it's not even to say they were like bad like a bad band it no. was just all of that situation made it really bad it wasn't right yeah it, was yeah, really it just bad. wasn't right and i might be reaching here but i'm saying even regardless of my personal aesthetic preferences i do tend to read in um like i'll listen to music and make assumptions i'm not always right yeah i'll make assumptions about the sort of like um politics of a band or the mm-hmm. or sure. like personality yeah the personality of the yeah. band based on the music it's not always right again it's, it's to some degree it's judging a book by its cover as you mentioned but but I think there's things that I when I when I hear certain music and then I'm like okay I'm sort of guessing this is like made by one person probably a guy probably very shy and like keeps mm-hmm. to himself and I'll make Again, not mm. always right. Mm. Totally. But I, I, I got the impression before, though maybe I'm wrong, that you were saying like you didn't listen to music, and it was like a bar band, 
and yeah. that the music style sort of said, like, this is the context in which we normally play. Exactly. Um, yeah. And then I, I would have, I mean, I'm just thinking again, we all play shitty shows, and then in hindsight, you'd be like, oh, that, there was a flag. There was a flag. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah I, exactly. but especially the whole thing of like playing for an hour and a half, like, that's so brutal. Yeah. But not that strange in, in that certain context. context. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Totally. Mm -hmm. And I think, so one thing we do as a band too, is we post game after every single show. Okay. So like either that night or like a few days later, we all get together and talk about like, well, this was good because this, or this was really bad because this, how do we make it better? And on Talk about those exact red flags too. It's like, okay, so this is the things we should have noticed (laughs) and we didn't. Yeah. You should jump into those. Like that next morning, like some of those red flags. Oh. Like, maybe that in advance we should have, like, planned through. Headwear choices, maybe, was a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many people wear those, what are those, those, like, newsboy hats. Yeah. You know, it's not you necessarily know. bad. It's not like, I don't know. It's just, it's one of those flags. Wait, I don't know what you're talking about. Newsboy hats? Like, like the flat cap type of deal? Flat caps that are kind of look like you're, like, an old-timey 1990. See, now, oh. like, now, now we yeah. sound, like, super judgy and weird. Like, <laughs> yeah. well, yeah, that was a joke one day. <laughs> But there was yeah, a lot. There was a lot. Where, of those where are the hats you want? But like, like I don't know. Like when they had in common, those the people the who were in those hats were being. being <laughs> the conversation we had before the set, and like where yeah. it was just like clear posturing and like trying to name drop and like prove that they were like cool in a way. I was like, oh, yeah. But like in the problem was we kind of realized the next day in advance of the show when we were booking it there was very little we could do to make it better other than find a local that would have been a perfect fit but we tried and couldn't so it kind of like we kind of left there being like that was bad and there's not too much like i think we did the best with the hand we dealt ourselves you know and we kind of was like the weird part was like i wasn't even really involved in the booking i don't think but when you guys told me, like, oh, we're playing with these locals, one of them was a chiptunes dude in a Chinese restaurant, I was like, fuck yeah. Like, this <laughs> right. is going to be tight. Yeah. And then we got there, and it looked exactly like I imagined it. The food yeah. was as bad as I hoped it was. And, like, the guys were, like, super nice. Like, yeah. this is, like, the room was gorgeous. Like, crappy bamboo wallpaper and, like, yeah. booths yeah. pushed away. Like, it was like yeah. this is perfect. Like, yeah. we nailed it. And then it just sort of went downhill from there. <laughs> yeah, just descended. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I got like I didn't have red flags until it was like go time. Too late. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Yeah, it kind of crept up on us. Yeah. So. Although some, the thought there again about expectation is that I think maybe if I was if I was hanging with you guys doing post game, it would be if you don't listen to the band beforehand. Yeah. Then like don't expect awesome yeah, things. Exactly. exactly. Like even if even if you're I mean, yeah, I I share the enthusiasm for like strange venues. That's kind mm-hmm. of my jam. Like totally. Like, okay, we're playing at a skating rink. Hell yeah. <laughs> like there might yeah. not be a lot of people there, but it's gonna be a weird place and that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um but if the and I've done this so many times, so I don't wanna make it sound like I've I've not also done no, this. No, this is like place. a group learning experience, yeah. yeah. And the to where you just like you're busy, you're booking all these shows, and you're like, um, yeah, you want to play? Great. Yeah. I'll, I'll check you out at the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, and then you, yeah, that one can, yeah. can bite you. Though, it's interesting. I'm sort of hearing mixed messages as far as, like, whether 
hearing their music would have been a red flag or not. I That's what I'm trying to figure yeah. out. Yeah. I still haven't. Have we gone back and listened? I haven't gone back and listened. Maybe we yeah. should try that sometime. <laughs> <laughs> Before the next time you play Medford. Yeah, and exactly. Ask them to again. <laughs> I think that's also, like, and again, like, I don't want to talk too much shit, like, on Medford, like, on any town in general, because yeah. there's always right. something good in every town. And I'm sure there's but, people who come to Reno and have, have had those. Oh, and I know absolutely, them. yeah. Oh, I've yeah, I've that happens a lot in Reno, yeah. actually. Yeah. And it's like, oh, of course that was weird. You played at Jub Jubs with this really weird local person. Yeah. Like, yeah. no one. Oh, yeah, you had a set at Brew Brothers. Yeah, and like, that's <laughs> weird. Like, <laughs> we're about to. Okay, no. <laughs> no. Um, I don't think it would have helped. Because, like I said, even like the first four songs, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's pretty good. Okay. And so yeah, that's the, what I thought. Yeah, for like the first few few yeah, songs yeah. of their set, I was like, oh, okay. I mean, they're being weird, but this is like their music is pretty solid. It, it's, it's fine. To me, it was one of those bands that like the music was fine, and they could have taken it in one of two directions. Like if they had done more of like they played to the room. Yeah, and been slightly more on like I don't know the punker idea of right. of that than the non-punk idea right. of what they were doing. And it would have been different. A 15 minute set of that where they were talking to the three of us specifically and yeah. interacting with the three of us as their audience. And just rocking the way they like to rock, that would have been would have fun. Been that would have been awesome. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, do it, man. Get, like, yeah. hit it. But, like, no, they were like. They were talking it. over our heads. They were, like, looking yeah. around the room like it was, like, filled with people and being like, yeah, you guys ready to hear some more? And, like, Four, we got four more we're for you. We're like you. sipping on diet coke. Yeah. Like, dude, like, come on, man. Just they fucking, just rock, man. Just do it. They were like look, scanning the room. Like we were standing right here, but they were like looking. Like, hey, uh, oh, do you think they thought they were being filmed? Like, were they being filmed? That's a good question. Maybe That's they kind wanted of to make sure like, the yeah. YouTube version looked like they were, <laughs> they were playing to a full Hope crowd. there's no wide shots. Yeah, like, what's up, y'all? Back. What's up? Yeah. Yeah, keep this tight on my face, okay? <laughs> yeah, Keith. Yeah, Keith. Okay, here we go. All right, you guys, settle down. We're going to play another one. Just, just chill out, you guys. You be careful in the pit, guys. Be careful, guys. Don't, don't get too Help each other out. Yeah, exactly. um, so, yeah, the, the train of thought I was going to go on is like, we always try to find, like, some smaller towns. Like, both me and Mark are from small towns mm-hmm. and know how cool, like, a small DIY scene. That's why it's like town. Town. Totally. Yeah. How cool those can be, even mixed genre. Where are you from? Uh, from Gardnerville, Gardnerville, Nevada, which okay. is, like, an hour south. Yeah. Mark's from... Northern, 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 well. northern Michigan. Okay. As far north as you can get before what's, you get what's wet. Uh, <laughs> Hancock, Houghton. Hancock, it's where like Michigan Tech is. It's like on the Kuna Peninsula. I haven't been in the on the UP, but it's great. I wanted to go. If you want to go, let me know. I will let you know. Yeah, I would like to go. Sweet. <laughs> I got. I, I know some peeps. Okay, I'm gonna hit you up after this. Cool, cool. Yeah, I've got some plans to be out in Michigan. It's but so never, beautiful. I love it. Yeah. We're going up there. We've been fantasizing about going for a long time. Definitely. Yeah. So I can. Yeah, and so I think so. Like. We I think we all and Ken's from Reno, but we all had this same urge to like play in small towns and yeah. play in small places and like play in places where there isn't necessarily like an established DIY scene, you know, kind of right. like try new things out in new places. And I think afterwards we realized like we just need to find a different place between Reno and Portland. 
to yeah. that end. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. Because we just like all through all of that digging online, we could not find the right people. Yeah. And from there, we didn't meet the right people. So it's like we kind of just decided, like, all right, we're gonna cut and run. We'll find a different like. Northern California, Southern Oregon. Right. If you hear this and you're the right person, <laughs> people yeah. with bodies at gmail.com. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but you said this earlier and I was thinking about it, how when you talk about like sometimes you you go through town and maybe you just don't find the right people. Yeah. And I, again, I have no experience to suggest that Medford does have that. And maybe it does. Yeah. I think sometimes I, just I really know. actually don't. But like, sometimes uh, yeah. don't. Right. Yeah. I'm just saying as far as whether yeah. Medford does or not, I have no idea. But my, that was definitely my first experience of Reno. Like, yeah. yeah. The mm-hmm. first two times I played here was at um, Studio on 4th. Yep. To nobody. Yep. Exactly. Except for the YouTube video. Right. That there was a That's YouTube video. Oh, <laughs> Wait to bring yeah. it back. But there was like You could look it up, bro. Don't look it up. There was like a kind of jazz guy that was playing. Okay. I can't remember what he was called, but like pretty quirky, like pretty yeah. weird, but like definitely did not bring anyone. Yeah, I didn't bring anyone. I yeah. like, played to zero people. Totally, mm-hmm. like the bartender. Yeah, much. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know that experience of where you like, you go through town and you hope that maybe after a couple times someone happens to be at your show that's like, oh no no, this isn't the spot for you. We've got another place. Yeah, yeah. and that was happy to say that happened with me here in Reno. But but yeah, as you're saying, like sometimes you just don't have that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's nothing you can do as an out of town person to cultivate it totally <laughs> yeah, like, the first two times in Seattle was that yeah because right. yeah we could not get a foot in in Seattle for a long right. time and then we did yeah. and then now that's one of our favorite places. but that's a very different so, but a big different city different is a different thing yeah, yeah, yeah like, for sure there's cities, you know there's something there if you just dig this is yeah, Baltimore yeah. for me like okay yeah I know there's a scene in Baltimore Baltimore is yeah. a, yeah. a city I've been getting oh, into yeah. that a lot of but I, I too, can't yeah. get shows in Baltimore yeah like, it's so hard to get in if you're not already in yeah right? definitely but I mean I know it's there it's yeah. no question and like, so yeah like you come to Reno or you go to Medford or I don't want to equate our two but you know you go to like sorry Reno folks you go to a town where you don't know for sure there's a scene and that's a totally different experience well even Reno I knew there was a scene yeah I didn't know how to get to it but like I have a friend Layla who lives up in Alaska who's from here yeah and like she speaks highly of like her musical sort of upbringing here so I know I was like I know there's something and there are venues yeah but like my experiences in Medford have been playing at bars where it's kind of a venue but it's primarily a bar yeah and like what they do there is sell booze Mm -hmm. definitely and there's no evidence for (laughs) (laughs) I actually that's what I was realizing the I think I've only played in Medford twice one of the shows had zero locals yeah and I've I think I've mentioned this show on this uh, podcast before but um, it was one of the few times where I played to actually know people yeah like actually zero people yeah Mm -hmm. because the bartender was the only person there and then he went out for a smoke Mm -hmm. and then i'm sitting there with that question of like if you're playing a show and there's zero audience are you playing a show is that (laughs) yeah Yeah. that in missoula i don't know if that's a show anymore Happened in yeah. Missoula, also at a Nazi bar in Portugal, Brazil. Oh, fucking hell! Yeah, also, we didn't. We should. 
Is it too late to tell what the It's not too late. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh too my late. god, that's so <laughs> obviously <laughs> the right question. <laughs> yeah. You um, forgot about the Nazi part? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I knew that. Mark wasn't there like, for that. So, so uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard about this. Honestly, even if you want to cut the Medford story, <laughs> no, this no, one is so much better. I totally forgot about that. I forgot it until you just said it. Okay. This one is so much better. So, mine and Ken's first tour, we toured as a two-piece in Brazil before we toured in the u.s at all we were okay. just newly a band like eight months and we were like we want to play somewhere different let's like go to brazil where we both want to go and did you have any connection shows. to brazil zero nope okay we just picked it on yeah we just picked it like i had a friend who was from brazil in reno but had no connection to the music scene but she was just like you should go to brazil man and i was yeah. like you know what get a friend that you met in uruguay too on and a solo trip yeah and i knew like a one guy who lived in sao paulo one single person but had you been to south america before yeah, we've, we've spent some time in Peru, and then I've spent time in Argentina as okay. well, but okay. never in Brazil. And so I knew this one guy from Uruguay who now lives in Sao Paulo, or okay. he was visiting. He was in a hostel. And... This is getting too complicated. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> we knew some people. We knew yeah. a But mostly it was band camp, like we said before. Like, we yeah. looked it all up in band camp, and we found the right band. Yeah, and, okay. and so we got a show in Sao Paulo, um, a couple shows in Porto Alegre, which is like yeah. the southern city, and then Florianopolis, which is on the coast. So it's three cities, four okay. shows, like this, like one no week, maybe two week long tour. No Rio. I think we might tried, but next just, time we were thinking about doing it on the last tour that we did. Yeah, just, just, like did you try and just couldn't find this? No, it's just kind of like out of the way from okay. how long we had. Okay. Because we, we were like, also we trying to, to make it down to Argentina on our last one, so okay. it was kind of the opposite direction. Gotcha. Gotcha. There. Um, but yeah, so, and we got cheap tickets to Sao Paulo, like, okay. they just, like, popped up on, like, this, like, ticket app I have, and I was yeah. just like, Kent, we're doing it. And so it was <laughs> like, yeah, it was like 600 bucks, got round trip tickets to Sao Paulo, yeah. and set up our first tour ever there, and the show in Sao Paulo was awesome, we met a bunch of people, it was, like, so cool and exciting and invigorating. Small room, but packed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then we went to the next city, Porto Alegre, which we knew a lot of bands we loved were from there, but okay. we didn't know anybody. And they all seemed too big to like, because we knew them from the U.S., so right. they were too big to like. They reached our radar, so they were kind of. Yeah, right. exactly. So we kind of like felt around, and Kent found this awesome all ages like. Uh, I mean, it was just like a straight edge house, straight yeah. edge vegan house, like okay. just classic. Yeah. punk straight edge vegan house it's like legendary in brazil kind of thing yeah um and we got a show there and that was like the most exciting thing possible because that this... guy alan chavez is mm-hmm. like the guy who books all across south america too yeah he's, he's been in bands that have played across yeah. so and he's just it was a gold mine he just like super yeah. like immediately a close friend like this guy mm-hmm. is great um and we just met him online and then i had the task of like oh we're gonna be in the city for like four days I'll book another show and so in, in, in Porto Alegre Porto okay. and I found this other band that I really like kind of like a sort of like rock and roll garage rock sort of band yeah. and I was like these guys are really cool let's figure it out like they were like yeah we'll play a show we um, don't have a venue yet if you can find one let us know and I found one and we set it up and we're like cool we've got two shows let's get there we like flew to Porto Alegre from Sao Paulo which was like also really cool because it was like cheap tickets, but we yeah. felt like a really big deal. Like flying, <laughs> 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 borrowing gear. Yeah, yeah. so we just borrowed place. gear. We brought our own guitar. Well, no, I didn't even bring my own guitar that time. Yeah, so we were just I brought drumsticks and that was it. Okay. And a capo, yeah. like wow. that was our whole thing. <laughs> um, 
And so we like get to this hostel that we had booked and it was gross. Like it was just like really cold. Well, we also waited all day for the guy to show up. Yeah. Oh no, that was a hostel. That was a yeah. hostel. Sorry. So, and we get into the hostel and it's like cold. There's shit, human shit on the walls. On the the walls? beds. Yeah. Like in the bathroom. The like whole someone wall. Is smeared? Somebody well, like smeared. There was no toilet paper. <laughs> I, I also okay, so okay. I don't know if it's too gross, but I, I have. nothing's too gross. But I just want to be clear: is that that's not an excuse for why you smear shit on the wall? Right? <laughs> no, it's like, so not. Well, like, okay, well I'm just it saying, makes it a little more acceptable. It makes it. You can kind of see where it's was going. Was there no sink? No, there was a sink, but it was far away from the toilet. And that's how I had. So away. you had to walk from the, you know, you have to walk from the toilet to the sink. And, well, what are you gonna do with your hands all the time? You gotta drag them on the wall, right? <laughs> And so that's this hostel we're staying at. We had got two nights. It was like eight bucks a night or something. Because we were trying, we're still trying to see if Alan could house us. Yeah. And we texted him. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry, man. My house is like so small and it's like under a bar. Yeah. So it's like like, really not a place you can stay. Like I would love to have you. Yeah. And so we're like, you know what? Let's get Airbnb. Like let's bite the bullet and spend like the 20 bucks a night or whatever. That's after night in the shit After hostel. one night in the shit hostel. <laughs> okay. And so we found this one place right in downtown. It's exactly walking distance to all the venues we need to get to. It's like cool. It looks like it's in this old like colonial building. It's on the yeah. top floor view of the river. It's pretty cheap. It's just like a room in some guy's apartment. We're like, cool. This sounds great. We get there. He says to get there at like one we get there and we wait till like 7 p.m. Oh, wow. And with all our, with well, all our, our stuff, like yeah, our backpack too much, and stuff. Definitely. And we don't have like any cell service down there. So we're like trying sure. to get to like Wi-Fi at all these coffee shops to like check and make sure nothing was wrong. Finally, the dude shows up, shows us the room. He's kind of like off-putting and weird and we're just kind of like, all right, whatever. He's just but really he's, like, he's hurrying me through because he, he got there and I was there before you got there and he was just, okay, it's, it's great. It's great you've been here. He's just like on this like kind of hype yeah. level and he was just like this is this is my dog Kim after Kim Gordon haha <laughs> <laughs> and he's like this is some drums you need some drums for your shows <laughs> yeah like, I don't think we really no I think we're set up and he's like it's okay really, yeah so he just kept like offering everything like, so just many things would offer and then wouldn't relent so he'd be like you guys need a guitar for the show tonight you guys need a guitar for the show tonight and we'd be like oh no actually we, we already talked to our friend in the other band they, they got a guitar it's actually the same guitar we have at home so it's gonna be perfect so, yeah. no man you should take the guitar you should just take this guitar it'll be fine it'll be easy just here just take this guitar and it's like <laughs> a string's broken it's like I'm not gonna no like yeah. I don't need it and, it's a worse guitar than the one we're gonna get yeah <laughs> and so we expect it to like be like a pretty quiet like we get to the room kind of like shut ourselves up but this dude is like on us the whole time and wants to hang out wants to talk about music he plays okay. a band too oh you should check out this band here here's my CD you should check out you know and he was like yeah. really like that and then like we he made the started, mistake of telling him that we played. Yeah, <laughs> we and we were like going into it. We we're like, yeah, we're a touring band. We're playing at this play, you know. And that was like a total mistake. Um, but he was like, as we're sitting around the the table, and his his English like is like passable, yeah. passable. Yeah, but it, like we definitely had like some communication issues. So we we're wondering like, are we being assholes right now? Right, like right. he's offering us stuff and we don't need it. Are we saying it wrong or like? Are we, yeah, we couldn't quite figure it out, but then he's like, oh, that's cool, so you're playing here tonight, and you're playing at this place tomorrow night, you should play at my bar. And we're like, oh, you know, we already got two shows, really cool bands, we've been booking these, like, for a while, we're really excited about them, like, 
we don't really have time to play at a bar. Like, we leave after that second yeah. show. And he was just like, no, just come play at my bar. Just come do it. And we're like, I don't know, man. Like, uh, we're good. And he's like, no, you, you have to play at my bar. And we're like, dude, well, we have this other obligation at this play. Like, we're playing tonight at this studio. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. And he, like, types in their thing. And he calls them. Calls the other like, band that we Calls put. the other band, and he's like, hey, so um, I've got people with bodies here. They're going to play at my bar tonight, so they're going to show up late. They're gonna, they're not going to be there till like, 9, 9.30. Whoa. And we're just like, dude, no, that's not cool. Like, we've spent, like, in Reno, we spent a month booking this show yeah. and are really excited about it, and yeah. you just, like, called to cancel it? Like, That's fucked up. Well, no, not cancel dude. it, but just say... To, like, say we're going to be late. Yeah. It's okay, they're going to show up at 10, there'll still be people there. yeah. And we were just like, dude, 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 wait, wait. Wait, this is the show at the bar or this is the show at the... This is the show at the bar. Okay. So the next night we're playing this all ages thing. Yeah. And so he wants us to play at this, his bar, and then we have a show at a bar that night. And so (laughs) we're getting ready to play this, this show at this bar with a cool garage rock band and he's like interceding in it and like calling people and telling them we're not going to show up on time and telling us like... Oh, you just have to do it. Like, you just, come on. Just come on. You just have to play at my bar. You just have to play at my bar. You know what? You can play at 7, and, like, your show's not till 8. Just play at 7 at my and bar. So we just were like, well, you know, we're going to go get some coffee. <laughs> and we literally just walked out the door. So we were just like, okay. Mid-sentence. Mid-sentence. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, okay. They walked around the park. And we're like, okay. Like, I'm, and I was just like, I'm going to go up there and just tell him, no, there's no show. No show can't be the show. <laughs> and we showed up. He was, like, sitting, chilling. I was like, no show, we can't do the show, I'm sorry. And he was like, okay. We're like, okay, cool. <laughs> so we went to bed, and we woke up the next morning, he's like, so good news, the Facebook event has like 14 people said they're going to the Facebook event for the show. And we're like, no! Like, <laughs> what? Where were you last night? Like, right. I talked to you, and you said it was okay, and he had a Facebook event for it. Right. He was using our like press photos. Right, and he had set this show up, and had and it was still going. The nightmare wasn't over. <laughs> so yeah. we get in his car <laughs> to go to the show yeah. before our show. Yeah. So we basically work it out where he's in. like, "Okay, we'll or do it." Drums. No, yeah. he's like, "We'll do it at seven. Your show's at eight. You play like half an hour. You'll go to your show." And we're like, "Fine. It's raining. We need a ride. What it was raining. Do? We'll play at your bar." fine and so we finally just give up and so like yeah so we're like fine we're gonna play at your bar and then we'll play our actual show that we're really excited about which is in the same neighborhood it's gonna be fine i guess and then the next night we play this really badass show and then we leave the city and never have to deal with this again yeah and so we're like okay so we get to his bar and it's the worst feeling bar it's called it's like it's called frankenhouse Frankenhouse. we can name drop we can name drop that it just has the weirdest like biker bar vibe that's like we're not gonna fit there like immediately yeah. we know this is not for us like, the owner owner because we found out the guy that we're staying with is the booker there the owner owner goes by the name wolverine yeah because he's got these big ass sideburns okay and, and they all just kind of have like there is a, so yeah. i didn't notice this until way out like i didn't notice it at all until kent told me later there's like confederate flags yeah it's confederate walls. flag stuff in brazil like yeah like, this is and clear what's going on there's there. like some other wolverine kind of imagery and then there was also a nevada license plate weirdly enough <laughs> which is not a shining endorsement of our state but <laughs> it's there nonetheless yeah um, now, i've never even thought about i mean i know that there's nazis in South America, like that's yeah. everything. Um, 
But I've mentioned, this has come up on this show before, where, like, Confederate flags outside of the South is, like, a kind of, I think I use the term sort of, like, double racist or where yeah. like yeah. there's no there's no question no, you're trying so hard like you, yeah. like you have to reach and pull this out of other yeah. races to be racist well here. just because even though yeah. I think there's no question to me that the confederate flag is about white supremacy there's Absolutely. no, there's no right. question right. but I know that there are people who don't know that yes. there are yeah. people who well meaning white people who think it's about Heritage, not hate. Right, right. They're wrong, but they still. I know that they yes. Yes. honestly yes. believe yeah. that. And like these people in Brazil, there's no way you could honestly that. believe that. Well, there's yeah. just yeah. like even if yeah. you believe that, it's not your heritage. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And there's so. all kinds of arguments against the heritage, not hate thing. Anyway, as far as like, well, you mean white heritage and not black heritage? Yeah. Black yes. folks are just as southern. You know, black folks from Atlanta exactly. or New Orleans or whatever Southern are just as yeah. Southern as you, Southern but they're Hebrew they're not included in this. Exactly. You know? yeah. But but that aside, when you see one in like Idaho, you're like, uh-huh. oh, that yeah. might as well be a swastika. Exactly. Because same that's, here. Same in Nevada, Nevada too. We, we, were too right? we, we were really yeah. made a state to be on the northern side to end the war. To end, right. to, yeah. to end like, the war. And I've seen them. I mean, I saw oh, some totally. in California. In like Northern yeah. California. Exactly. You see them other places. I hadn't even thought about seeing them in Brazil. Out of the United States. In like a oh, whole yeah. other country. Yeah. 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 And so, yeah. so like, I missed, I missed those. Kent pointed them out. Like, we basically went into like the get this over with, get out, right. immediately vibe. Like, yeah. this is it, we're in this zone, we're going to play and get the hell out of here because these people want us to play. They yeah. basically kidnapped us, like, <laughs> out of, like, obligation. And so we're like, fine, we'll do it, we're going to get out, we'll go to our show, we'll walk to our show, we're just out of here. And so we set up, the guy's like, yeah, well, what do you want? You want a beer? And we're like, yeah, we'll take whatever, like, Heineken or whatever, you like, whatever that is. And he was like, cool, and he, like, put, gave it, and he's like, all right, it's going to be, like, 10, 10 bucks. I'm just like, whoa, 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 whoa no. We just have a uh, like, like we a don't beer get a free beer for playing. Here. A free okay, beer. Good. All right, no, we don't want it. And he was just like, he's like, whatever. And he like put the beer. The Wolverine guy, yeah. Yeah. So like, we didn't even get a free beer for playing okay. this show. <laughs> right. And of course, there's nobody there. Nobody. Zero people. Empty room. Yeah. And we basically the Do, dude, no, the guy, guy. hands yeah. Kent a guitar, and he's like, cool, the drum set is already there. Just go play it. And it's a children's drum set. Awesome. Like a toy drum set <laughs> on the stage. And we were just like in like just hilarious, like this is going to be the funniest thing in the fucking world. Uh, and then the amp only had like metal zone setting yeah. distortion. <laughs> it was like there was no way to make it not sound like metal zone was going through And it. so like... In the amp? Yeah. yeah. And so we like, we devised this plan to be like, there's a bad vibe here. We have these instruments. We have a show in an hour, and this guy from Airbnb is like holding us here basically I'll until our show. <laughs> and so we just go up to the guy and we're like, "All right, we're gonna like attack him with sweetness, with like kindness." And we're like, "Thank you so much for having us. We're gonna go play. We're really stoked. We're gonna just go play our set real quick." And he was just like, "Well, there's nobody here yet. There's nobody." And we're like, "Oh, that's fine, man. It's yeah, oh, it's totally cool. Don't worry about it. Like, yeah. don't worry about it. It's, totally, it's yeah. fine. Don't worry about it." And he's like, oh, well, okay, I guess I'll have my friends come in. They're coming in like an hour or two. Like, you could wait till then. And we're just like, you know what? We want to play right now. We're just yeah. going to play right now. Like, it's going to be great. And like, we get up on stage and me and Kent just like, 
click in like twice as fast as we've ever played before. <laughs> to get, to get, to get, to get, to get. Yeah, Kids yeah. playing metal zone guitar. <laughs> I, like, I broke two of the drum heads. They just <laughs> fell off. Because they like were yeah. just falling apart. And so like I was like, all right, I'm committing. Not and, like, to yeah, totally. And so like Ken is like shredding on the ground of this bar alone. One person walks in wearing like the black metal shirt. Burzum, yeah. Burzum, which is like also kind of like kind white supremacist. Yeah. What are they called? Burzum, and that's like a white. It's like a black metal band that has like those leanings. Okay, like it's, it's like, just kind of volkish, kind of like folk imagery that Hitler also likes, but not necessarily. Not what if somebody of... could correct me on this, but I think there's, and I think also the the singer might have been a neo Nazi. So there's a Nazi. Yeah, and so that was like the if whole not bar. An overall Nazi. The whole bar. I'm not totally familiar. That, that okay. tinge was like okay. how the bar kind of felt. It just felt like this is there's something off about this, yeah. and that was me not even knowing there was Confederate flags. It felt right. like that vibe in there, and so we ruined their instruments. <laughs> like <laughs> literally, deliberately play, kicked them. Like I the at the the last song, <laughs> I like hit the bass drum so hard that it broke off of or it fell off of the bass pedal and rolled off the stage. Wow. And we're just like, thank you, thank you, everybody. <laughs> and the girl in the back with the Burzum shirt, we just kind of like looked up from her phone for a minute, and then yeah. back to her phone. And we're just like, cool. And we got up and we went outside. And the guy from Airbnb didn't even see a single song. He yeah, didn't he was even watch out there with his Tinder date. <laughs> he was hanging out with his Tinder date on the. <laughs> and we just played it as cool as possible, like just like being like, yeah, man, it was great, cool. Thank you so much for having us. We got this other show. We're gonna go down there. And he's like, no. Okay, fine. I'll give you a ride. And it was like raining at this point. We're like, cool. So we jump in his car. He gives us a ride to the venue. We jump out and immediately just separate from this guy and start like meeting all of these people who we've been talking to on the internet. Right. They were great. They were super nice. He, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. croquettes. He gets really weird and like vibey so about he's everything. Out, or he's trying to trying hang to, out. Yeah. And then he but just is he like working at the other bar that night. Sort of, he's the booker, so he kind of okay. Like, so he doesn't like need to be there exactly. Okay, yeah. And so he just leaves because he feels vibed out by our friends, and we're just like nice people. Finally. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> you could tell he was nice outnumbered. And... Yeah, and like we're yeah. making friends with all these new people, and he's just gone. Yeah, and so that works out really well, and. We play the show, and then our friend from Minor House shows up, and he's like, oh my god, you guys had to do that? And we're like, yeah, like, he, like, pressured us into playing at his bar, and he's like, dude, I'm pretty sure that's a Nazi bar, man. Yes. And we're just like... Uh, he's like this is one of the guys there. from the other band? No, from the venue. From one of the From the venue. Alan, yeah. our friend Alan, who books okay, right, right. all around in the straight edge. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, we like, ended yeah, up, like... like, that's a Nazi... Hangout. Hang out. Yeah. Um, if anybody in Puerto Rico knows the Nazi hangouts, it's Alan. Too. Yeah, like, he like, knows like where the enemy. He's been sleeps. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he's been booking and like doing yeah. stuff in that town forever. And like. we were just like so ashamed, but also so happy there was literally nobody there to see us, right. and we didn't have to talk to anybody. <laughs> uh-huh. And then we got to play these two excellent shows the next two nights in a row. Right. And we we're just like, okay, thank God that was like. The worst thing. Yeah. Like, so that is actually <laughs> that was by far the worst. Thing. <laughs> yeah. that. Oh, that's crazy. I mean, yeah. Well, so a thing that's happened a lot on this podcast is that people talk about just like sometimes you block things out. Yeah, and something so bad that you're like you you bury it and you don't want to think about it. And you don't talk about it, and then yeah. and then yeah. some, somebody says something, and you're like, 
Oh, actually. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah there was a, this whole other nightmare. Yeah, that's the exact one that but I, also, I blocked from my memory for good. I think one common <laughs> theme that I'm just thinking about that's come up a lot on the show, but it sounds like both of your experiences here, where you feel obligated. Yeah, I guess I've never done the Airbnb thing. I've stayed at Airbnbs because like my friends ran them and they just yeah. let me stay there for free. But did it feel like... I guess I'm just asking about the difference between when you pay for a thing and then a person is being overbearing or, or wanting something out of you that you don't want to give yeah. versus when, like in the other situation where you were staying with the band in Midford, mm-hmm. like, and they, let's be clear, they weren't Nazis and so yeah, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not saying that they were as bad or incredible. Yeah, not right, But all, I just yeah. mean where like yeah. that situation that I think everyone goes on tour usually has this experience at some point where you like you just want to go to bed but you feel obligated to hang out yeah, yeah. because you don't want to be like rude yeah. um and it almost seemed like he wanted to have that kind of thing but also get paid for it so he wanted to have like cool bands stay over there right. like party and but also be like this runner of the airbnb there's also like, a huge thing when you're in like foreign country too where like you don't speak the language and like, sure. you're, like even if you're yeah, paying the money you're still desperate for like people to like help you yeah and like yeah so like there is that obligation of and like also like what you said too is like i don't know if we're being rude or not like if we're like this just like no. but like he was, yeah. he was giving you a ride he was also doing going a little bit extra I mean, even if yeah you want him to yeah. he's exactly. doing things that yeah. were beyond that but i just i was just thinking about that where like most of the time on diy tour you're staying for play, places for free and then sometimes that comes with some obligation, even in, in terms of like, yeah, when you play a show and maybe you don't really like the other band, but of course you stay Watch and like yeah. out. And exactly. It's just such a weird thing, though, when we say it out loud. I mean, I've <laughs> done this a million times, but saying it out loud, it's funny. It's like someone watched me, and so then I should watch them. Like, neither of us is actually doing any favors for the other. Yeah. Right. Like, if I'm not getting anything out of your music or if you're not getting anything out of my music... Why would you out. watch me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's such a weird thing. Yeah, but we still do it where we think like, oh well, you know, I watched him, so he should he should watch my yeah. set too, yeah. even though maybe he doesn't like my music. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and in an odd way, I mean, it does like I think just because like being a musician and like watching people walk out like sometimes like 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 other bands like not be there like. I don't want to subject anybody to something they're not enjoying, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it's kind of like, ah, that sucks. And I don't want to make anyone else feel like that, too. Like, I, it's, it's this weird sort of, like, thing. Like, I don't want them to be bummed out, even right. if, you know? Yeah. Well, part of the awkwardness comes from the fact that we don't usually talk about it. Yeah. It's sort of this, like, oh, is there an unwritten sort of understanding that I should do this? And so you just sort of follow what you think is the expectation. Yeah. But then I think of, there's, my friend Cecilia told a story on this show um, about, and I, I really related to this, where sometimes if you have friends at a show, and you're and it's a really terrible show, if things are going badly, yeah, and then you feel worse because your friends are sitting there watching you, right. and yeah. you've dragged them to this thing that, oh, absolutely. that you that, wish absolutely. you hadn't. You know? oh, and then the guilt there, at least I've had this experience of, and, and what she was talking about, where the guilt kind of makes it even worse. It's already a bad show. Yeah, like but she's it's... and Cecilia plays amazing music, but like she was talking about a particular show where she kind of inadvertently agreed to like jam with this guy. That that's yeah. not really her thing at all. She uh-huh. only has these very like composed things that she does totally. that are her things. 
and like she writes them and even if there's a little bit of improvisation it's not it's not really subject to like jamming yeah exactly she kind of like through I can't remember if it was just through misunderstanding or if he was just being a little bit like pushy pushy about it but she ended up doing this thing and she was saying like for her it was terrible yeah she knows that to watch it would be terrible yeah she wouldn't wish it on anybody but she's got friends there who can't leave because they're her her ride totally and that was really what made it the worst was because she felt not only was this a terrible show, but I made my friends. Yeah, absolutely been there. Like, yeah, sure. like, oh my god, the guilt. It's like, and you feel you like. How do you apologize without also like, you know like yeah. undercutting everything? Like I have that need. It's like, hey, so we, what we really wanted was it, but then like, you start that sentence. You're like, this isn't. Uh, I just got to go eat this. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, I'm just, like, this is what I just have to absorb. Like yeah. it's not. I, there's no way to change that. Yeah. It's mostly yeah. in me than it is yeah. in them. I'm sure they had a fine time, but like, right. yeah. yeah, that guilt is. But then, 100% but then real. when you apply that to even just tastes, right? That like there are people who I'm very close friends with who are not into my music. Yeah. And there's people who I love, but I'm not into their music. Yeah. And I would much rather they not come to my show. Than fake it. Yeah, or just like yeah. I don't want them to have to sit through something that they're not into. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you just yeah. don't care about this whole like area of music, totally, it's not your thing. Then don't. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I think about that a lot. Afterwards. I think about that a lot actually yeah. when I'm going to like uh, do the Facebook invites for yeah. like yeah. events. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, I want to invite. Nah, they're gonna hate this. <laughs> you know, like I just skip yeah. right over. Yeah. And, like it's trying to spare that exact awkward conversation. It's like. I know you might want to come because you're my friend, but I don't think you're going to enjoy it, and it's going to, like, I would rather not feel weird about it. Yeah. 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 I'm curious, though, you were talking about doing post-games. Yeah. Normally. On a show like this Nazi bar one, I mean, so much of it sounds like it wasn't within your control, really. Like, some of it was, like, pushed on you anyway. Yeah. Well, 100% of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, (laughs) to be fair, to be fair, like... That guy's super pushy, right? But I mean, we all sort of balance between being assertive and being like accommodating, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and you even were saying how can't like it, where at some point you were like, okay, I have to just tell this guy, no, we're not doing. Now he didn't hear you, yeah. But like, and I'm not, I'm not blaming you at all. But I'm saying if the next day he was like, cool, so there's this many, you, you could have been like, okay, cool. We're gonna go get some cigarettes and, just, <laughs> yeah, and then like peace yeah. out, or or just like yeah. fuck this guy, he's not listening to us. Yeah, right. and I just mean, and again, hindsight is so much clearer. Totally. But but if someone's not gonna listen to you, right? I don't think you owe them anything. I don't yeah. think if someone refuses to hear what you're saying, mm-hmm. and yeah. again, I know that it's in a different country. And that was the other thing. Yeah, there's some like, they're like yeah. am I not being clear? Yeah. So there's always that. You know that, and you. And again, like, you know, in ours, like, even in the United States, right, like, even if you've never been to a city before, you've been to this type of scene, you know how it yeah. works, like, you share a common, sure. you know, like, yeah. communication style, so you can, it's much easier to be like, nope, this is bullshit. Yeah, like, fuck exactly. You. But there, it's like, you have no idea, like, am I, am I, I I'm, I'm desperate for somebody, like, I'm not going to have a place to go to sleep or food to eat if this person hates me now kind of yeah. a thing so it's like it's like going to a I bar think... that was sporting confederate flags was the last place we saw that going totally yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the thing yeah. like I have no idea what your scene is apparently it's 
Confederate. Yeah. <laughs> what the so hell? That's, that's yeah. the like, true South. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> South America? That's like even more Southern than the South, Dude, man. Southern heritage. South, Southern yeah. heritage. Fucking Puerto Alegre. Right? God damn. Uh, but yeah. I just mean, so I, it, so I totally I have an get that, that in yeah. terms of like, of course it's confusing, but I mean, there yeah. are assholes in every country. For sure. Yeah. And there's times when... Okay, and maybe it's just hard. Maybe it's easier to say it in hindsight. But but yeah. there's times when like, no, I don't think this is a language thing. Yeah, this person is an asshole. I mean, it just made me think of. Actually, had this weird flashback just now. Of I was in Brussels once. I I was playing in a band that was based out of Brussels, and yeah, there's like people speak French and people speak uh, Flemish, which is like Dutch, and and so I'm, there's like lots of language barrier stuff going on, but. There was this show, and this show was great. That show was like one of my favorite shows with this band. And it finished, and this guy came up to me and was sort of talking to me, and he seemed like he was into the band, the show, and everything. And he's like, "Uh, you have a very interesting look." I'm sort of. This sounds like a Russian accent. I, just, <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember which which I accent. Yeah, yeah. but he's like, and I was like, "Oh, okay." And he's like, "Yeah, I never see this look. Uh, you have very blue eyes." For a nigger. Whoa. And I was like, what did I just... And I'm like waiting and I was like, is he... Is there a misunderstanding? Is there a... But then he cracked a smile. Like he said it and I was still trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. I was like, probably I'm misunderstanding. And he didn't mean to say what he just said. Yeah. But then he cracked a smile that had this like... This like... Do I get to get away with what I just said, kind of yeah. thing? And I was like, "Yeah, you can go fuck yourself." Yeah, you know, and and like that was one of those moments. And then I went and talked my bandmates, who are both French but live in like French speaking, but are from France. Yeah, um, I was like, "Do you know that guy?" And they're like, "Oh, that guy sucks. He's an asshole." And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> so, <laughs> like this yeah. is what he just said to me. Yeah, and they were like, "Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Fuck that guy." Yeah, you know, but and that's kind of like our experience with meeting Alan and being like, "Oh yeah, those those guys are, those guys are just yeah, awful." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you don't yeah. know. I yep. get it. Like, you, you never know. You yeah, try to exactly. give the benefit of the doubt, but then in hindsight, you're like, "Oh, there are assholes in every place, and there are nice people in every place." And I'll yeah. say that yeah. too is like, we went back to Brazil, or I, 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 yeah, like a year yeah. later, yeah, and um, like managed to avoid. I mean, all, we didn't go back to any Nazi bars. That's what you didn't give it one more try. No, no, yeah. I was like, well, maybe they learned something. We didn't give it another shot. Uh, no, but like in every show on that tour, like, there was, I mean, there were some like not less great shows, but nothing even close. And, yeah. Like, right. all, and, like, and almost every night was one of those experiences of like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. Like, these are the exact people I want to hang out with right now. Yeah. And it was like, kept kind of kept going in this sort of like, Wow, yeah. yeah, we definitely like like you guys had gone and learned and that made our next trip like, <laughs> so totally. much better. Yeah, cuz like mm-hmm. I remember the post game after that was like we said no as much as we could. Like he said you're doing it anyway. And we kept saying no and he kept saying you're doing it anyway. And what do we do in that situation? And we kind of realized like the go out for cigarettes thing was like exactly it. Like no better when to cut and run you know mm-hmm. like no better when feeling, it's like, yeah yeah just like and it, to be like this is our first this was actually so our second show on tour ever yeah. was this 
place. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. So it's like we're like. And that's, I want to just say because I'm yeah. I'm sort of like maybe sounding like I'm holding you guys responsible for <laughs> no. this shit. And I I was sort no, of like yeah. I just meant in terms of post game in terms totally. of like. Yeah. Afterwards, when you think about it, you're like, okay, how can we avoid that? For yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, and I don't mean to be like defensive at all. I mean, yeah, you guys, no, you guys, been, so. you guys have been in touring bands since you were like 15. Yeah, we've been playing in touring bands. This, this is your first, first tour with people with bodies. The two of us in South America. In South yeah. 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 playing music in South America. And we we're just like, all right, maybe this is fine. You know, like we kind of, there was this one tiny sliver of like, why not? Maybe it's right. fine. And we just basically learned at that moment, like, always trust the no thought in yeah. your head. When your brain is going, like, fuck this, fuck this, don't do right. this, don't do this, trust it. Don't, like, give yeah, up that's, on it, you know? This is so hard, though. I find it's this, so this, hard. It's so easy to say. Because sometimes you're worried about something that isn't necessarily yeah. a bad thing. Totally. True, yeah. The, the part to me that would be the, like, red flag in hindsight is that, like, this guy's not listening to us. Yeah, exactly. We are speaking to him as clearly as possible. Yep. And he's just not listening. Yep. And like, and I think it's right to ask, like, is he just misunderstanding? That's possible. Mm-hmm. So you try yep. to like, you try to say like, but then when, when you were like, Ken, when you come back and you're like, we're not playing the show. Yeah. And he says, okay. Yeah. You're like, okay. That's as straightforward as it can be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how there can be misunderstanding there. Yeah. It's probably the next time he says, here's the Facebook show, I'd be like, I thought we talked last night, there's no show. Right. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I, I should have persisted, but I, I was so baffled. I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. what are you well, talking yeah. about? This is not how humans interact. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's I mean, exhausting. it sounds like not to over, I don't want to, I don't want to, this sounds a little over dramatic, but it just makes me think of like, men who don't listen to women. Like, totally. And obviously like, this has applications in terms of like, sexual violence, but even just in like, workplace and like at shows and just like men who just don't listen to women and like a woman is saying something and they're like going no no, no it's gonna be fine it's gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. no no it's great yeah we should yeah, totally do this yeah. you know and like i would any woman friend of mine who's who's saying like yeah i told him i don't want to go there or no i don't want to do that or no i don't want to talk to you or something and he just wasn't listening i would obviously never blame them for like getting cornered or getting mm-hmm. like pressured into something of course, yeah. but but like blame aside there is that like i would also hope for them to be able to be in a position to be like dude fuck off mm-hmm. yeah. you're not listening to me i'm not interested go fuck yourself cut through it but, it's really again, not as like a yeah. not as like a blame thing yeah, yeah, but yeah. just like how yeah. do we like help what is that power how yeah. like help folks like have that that mind frame of like if somebody's not listening to you means they don't respect you yeah. and you yeah. don't need to waste your time with somebody who that's that power you. difference though right it's like where like a lot of times like I mean you know this I was like women don't do that because that's a dangerous thing to say to like a lot of people who, especially if that guy's already totally not listening to you like yeah. telling him to fuck off might be the last thing totally. you want to say to this guy don't get me wrong and that's oh, what yeah, I'm yeah. saying and women deal with all kinds of and, shit and that, that's, like, the, that's the bummer right it's like that because of that disagree. but there's like if and so even if it's not a hey fuck off yeah yeah but like I'm saying, knowing that so many guys are garbage, mm-hmm. I still want to be part of that like movement towards like what are ways with that like we totally. can empower women. Like I just saw some ad for this bar that has a like a code where you I forget what an angel shot. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen this? It's yep. like going around Facebook where it's like 
if a woman I mean this is so fucked that we even need this in our culture yeah, but, it, but yeah. we were that terrible so it's like you order an angel shot and there's like three different kinds I can't remember which one is which but yep. one of them is like it's coded saying I'm with somebody who I don't feel safe with can you call me a cab mm-hmm. and one of them is one of them is like call me a cab one of them is like can you like call the police and one of them is like can you escort me out yeah. or something like that and then like the bartenders know and they'll, there's, there is a shot that they'll give you mm-hmm. that's like, I think it's not even alcoholic, but it's just like, yeah. they'll give you something so that if you just like, yeah, get one angel shot, like, okay, uh, you want it neat? Uh, yeah. And they're like, okay, cool. And then, yeah. then they get on the phone to the, the cab company. You yeah. Know? And I mean, again, it sucks that that's even something that has come up in our culture, but whatever we can do to like have there be things that so that yeah, if you feel like it's not safe to right, tell this right. guy to go fuck himself, yeah. then what are other ways that you can still like remove yourself from that situation? Totally. And yeah, if it means saying, Oh yeah, we're just gonna go get a drink at the corner store and then never come back. And then never come back. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. And I, I'm just gonna bring all of my stuff with uh-huh. me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or totally. whatever you gotta do. Because if you truly I mean, maybe the similarity there is if you truly want something to happen and you decide that's how it's gonna go everything is going to conspire to, to your opportunity to make that happen. So it's like me waking up in the morning, maybe him saying, okay, like was him saying in his head, like in the morning, I'm going to make the Facebook and I'm going to do all this stuff and we'll see if he says no. And if he says no, then I'll think of another way to do it. And I think about maybe he had an infinite amount of, also, I think he probably had an infinite amount of like, Stamina towards getting up. Yeah. Like the weirdest like, part is like, why? Why yeah. does he so I bad want this know. band to play this? That's bar? the weird thing. It's like it's just weird. Desperate yeah. people at this sometimes. Who yeah. just like trying to make money any way they can. Don't but care. it was like there is no way we were making any money. He knew we didn't have a fan base yeah. there. He That's knew the like part. it was like very clear. Like you're gonna, you want us to play to this empty room. Well, here's like, the thing too. I guess like if you if he does have some pretty wild like Nazi ideals, right? <laughs> Existing in a like in this world that like, describes some wild cognitive dissonance, and you probably constantly need validation and like for people to like sign off like this is okay what you're doing, yeah. right? To validate like, the bars, yeah, existence, and Wolverine. Yeah. Also, and all, that all stuff. of this like the whole pressuring thing all happened way before you set foot in this bar that was clearly a fucked up bar, right? Oh like, yeah. Like, for all you knew, you could have gotten there and. It, was cool right yeah that's exactly because like yeah, that's, that's usually when when i've told yeah. this story before we don't use the phrase like nazi bar or confederate flag until you're until there, you're there. Right, because right. like in the moment we were just like maybe we're dude from airbnb books at this bar and he's dying for us to play at it maybe it's a cool spot right, like, right. even though he's not respecting us he's not listening to us maybe we'll get to play to like 20 interesting people like right. that was like totally. going through our minds until we like even got to the stage and then it was just like bad vibe this isn't yeah. gonna work we just need to get out as quick as possible oh know? it's a nazi bar shit let's go <laughs> and we actually like and i had no idea us, until yeah. we got to the next bar and our yeah. friend told us so like i was like, well, wasn't, i was like, telling you about the computer stuff while up. we were there yeah he like which is probably another flaw of mine you know i probably should have been like check that guy is yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was like i missed that i yeah, missed yeah. like anything i saw the nevada license plate and then all of just like the like Leonard Skinner shit. <laughs> 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 yeah. There's always those flags that you know are flags in hindsight, but didn't seem like... That's the other thing, the Burzum thing, it's like on the line. Like yeah. It could just be somebody who's into a black metal band, or it could be a Nazi. 
Yeah, like, exactly. yeah. There's probably non-Nazis who like Leonard Skinner. I don't know them. But <laughs> <laughs> there probably are some. Exactly. Yeah, theoretically, they're there. <laughs> yeah. So that was the worst show we ever played. Fucking hell. <laughs> but so, so in the post game, if you hear the no voice in your head, then like maybe listen to it. Yeah, and we have since then. We have yeah, like we have yeah. like you played out. less Nazi, fewer <laughs> a few, Nazi but like not then. nearly that we were playing before. I mean, apart from our residency, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like we definitely like have learned to trust that that no vote in your own head more. Like to where when there are those flags, we like identify them a lot quicker, and are mm-hmm. just like, okay, not only is this no, but this is how I'm going to get out of it. Right. And really plan that out to like more of an extent. We haven't had a situation that we've been pressured in that right. way, but we've de- we've definitely said no to things that people didn't want us to say no to sure. for sure, and like had to deal with the repercussions of being like, "No, nah, we can't do that anymore, man. I'm sorry," right. you know, and like have to just deal with that. Also, I think like recognizing that really helps with uh, like the guilt and weird feelings of playing a bad show. Yeah. Like, so like, when those bad shows never really happen, like, oh, okay. So we should have listened to like this weird feeling. It was bad for these reasons, and then like we were, we're like, okay, so we can get kind of feel validated and realizing yeah. this was bad for these reasons. We could have spotted it, maybe we couldn't have, but we don't have to sit around and just like dwell over like, oh, uh, what did what what happened? Yeah, like, why was this? Know. Why did this feel so bad? Yeah, you know, so like that. It helps in that sense too. I think. Yeah, I just know for next time, like we have just a slight more yeah like amount of knowledge to fight it. You yeah. Know? yeah, and then slowly. I mean, since then, like. We haven't really played. We've maybe played three bad shows that I'd consider bad shows, mm-hmm. like in the whole length of the band. So it's like, it's I mean, like for bit one being one of them. Yeah, yeah. and then <laughs> Missoula, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. and then like for the rest of them, it's like they all three of those shows have the same one. thing where people went outside. The people who helped book the show were outside for a lot of our set. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, kind of, that's, that's the similarity there. Too. Yeah, it's just respect. It's, it's more like a, yeah. That's like that's like, that's usually the last. Like we were already feeling pretty bad, and it's like, and then you, then you went yeah, outside. Exactly. It's yeah. just the cherry on top of thing where it's just like this was already bad, and you weren't even there for the whole thing. Yeah. Like, you yeah. pushed us in the day. And they always come like, oh man, hey, thanks so much. It's like, but keep playing. Yeah, that, every all three times it was always that like. No, keep going. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> well, keep also because, because again, that's their defense mechanism, right? Like, if they yeah. just realize that you're done and they missed the entire show and that you're aware of that, then, yeah, then yeah, they, they yeah. put it on you. Like, well, why are you playing such a short set, man? I was, <laughs> I was just about to come in there uh, yeah. with my Tinder date yeah. <laughs> from Italy. I got fifty yeah. people out here excited to see you. <laughs> I oh, love that God. he said that there his friends were coming in like in an hour. Even though yeah. we were very clear about, like, we have another show yeah. tonight. Well, <laughs> tonight. Yeah. That you already delayed. Yeah. Exactly. Did you miss any of the other bands at the other one? No. no. That's we cool. made sure, like, that's why, so when we played really hard and fast, we played three and a half, maybe four songs. Okay. Like, not even all the way through. <laughs> broke their drum set and then got the fuck out of there. <laughs> and got to the other, got to the other show. And, like, I love that you broke the drum set. I know it wasn't deliberate, but I... It, 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 it became, became deliberate. deliberate. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know they were Nazis yet, but you had a bad feeling. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Break something of theirs just to say, fuck you. But I love also... The idea that, well, and when you were telling the story, I was, like, waiting to hear if, like, 
they were gonna not let you leave without like paying for the drum kit or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, totally. I was like, oh, Wolverine's gonna like <laughs> yeah. get his claws. His claws are gonna come out. <laughs> yeah. and be like, he actually had claws on, in a, a frame on the bar wall behind. What do you the, mean? Like, he had well, like a, a I don't shadow know, box of claws. A shadow box of like maybe they were actual metal or but maybe they were just like a. It was a replica okay. of Wolverine claws for an X-Men. in like a in like a gotcha. kind of like brass knuckle thing that you can hold it in. Yeah, um, that was another one of those like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like that's yeah. not that's not cool, man. Yeah, man. yeah. So, yeah. you guys, thank you so much. Um, I will have to edit it down because <laughs> we went way over an hour. But yeah. Um, yeah, thank you so much for for sharing stories. Thank yeah, you. Thank thanks you. for having us. This episode of Worst Show Ever was made possible by the Patreon pledges of Duana Fryman, Meg Roberts, Christina Poez, and Evan Quayberg. If you'd like to support this endeavor, please go to patreon.com slash worst show ever. <laughs>